Welcome to Frankly Nerdy. It's our traditional Christmas episode. We're going to do Christmas songs part two. And with me today, I have Phil. Hey, Frank. Welcome back. And another returning favorite, Andrew. Happy to be here. Um, I'm excited to have you guys back because I listened to the Christmas uh, music part one. Uh, last week when I was doing my leaves in the backyard and I was actually laughing, it's sad. I was listening to myself and like enjoying it, but, uh, it was funny and it kind of made me really excited to do this part too. So I'm glad both of you could return for this. Who won if re- in the re-listen? I don't know. I mean, the songs are all pretty damn good. I mean, I think I won, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't really remember what I said. It's hard to beat fairy, t- like fa- you had fairy tale of New York. That is a really good one. Um, but overall, I, th- I thought it was a pretty good list. And um, so with that being said, I think what I'm going to do is put a Christmas list together on Spotify. It'll be called, like, Frankly Nerdy's Christmas. I'll link it eventually. And then every year, if we continue to do this yearly, we can just add, like, a set of 12 roughly new songs every year. And eventually it'll be a pretty expansive list. Um, uh, before we get started, though, I wanted to ask Phil... Did you ever end up watching Gremlins? No. You son of a oh, bitch. Wow. I have not watched Gremlins. Um, did no. I say that I was going to watch Gremlins? Well, you said maybe you'd check it out. Yeah. You said, you know, it, it was a year, maybe. so I, I figured. that's my line. <laughs> figured you had a chance. Um, I did not watch Gremlins. I haven't, it's not even one of those movies that I've, like, seen on TV. So, like, I think that if I was just, like, sitting around, like, on a weekend afternoon and I saw it pop on... Maybe I would. I think this is tune exactly in. what you said last. Yes, yeah, but it, I'm not going to put it on demand. All right, well, uh, I can tell you right now. A simple touch the button on your microphone to say the name of the movie aloud would suffice. <laughs> what, it was, on the it might be on demand. I don't know, but anyway, we'll try to work on that for part three. I think we have it on DVD. I, <laughs> I think yeah. that's what you said last year, and Phil <laughs> said that's too much work. Um, well, I mean, now remember, DVD yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, and then one last question kind of before we get into the whole thing. Um, have you guys watched anything different this year? Like anything new? I know Netflix has a lot of stuff. Um, that's kind of what made me think of this question. Um, have either of you watched something new or different that's not typical for you guys? It has to be Christmas related? Or is well, yeah, like Christmas. Like... Yeah, Christmas stuff. Because Netflix put out like 20 fucking new things. Um, honestly, not really. Okay. I've seen the new Grinch like three times. Thanks to Phil and Stacy, but <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't hate it because it's good. But that's pretty much all the Christmas stuff I've been watching. Yeah, I mean, we watch The Grinch basically every day because our daughter is mesmerized by it, so it'll shut her up. Um, and I love it; I think it's really good. But as far as new stuff, I mean, Netflix—I haven't seen one on Netflix that I've liked. We watched a couple of them, um, and you know, I, what was it? The the one with Emma Roberts, um, I don't remember the name of it, but they they basically hit on every single oh, holiday. The holiday. The holiday. We watched that. It was okay. Um, we watched on Hulu two nights ago, uh, The Happiest Season with Kristen Stewart and uh, Daniel Levy, the guy from Schitt's Creek. And um, that was a solid like story, you know, it was like, you know, warm and fuzzy at the end. Um, a lot of bigger names. Um, just kind of like all coming together. So Hulu's throwing some money at, at that as well. Um, those are, you know, really the, the two, I guess, um, we're real big into Hallmark over here. So we DVR a lot of the Hallmark. I mean, 
talk about Netflix investing some money in They're the Christmas Hallmark. They're trying to kill Hallmark, though. This is their season. So yeah, true. They have like three new Christmas movies every week. Um, so Crazy. it's really, and we watched the preview show, which was sad, uh, hosted by Cameron's Cam Beret, obviously. Mm. But um, yeah, we watched a lot of those, and there's been some real bad ones. Uh, a couple good ones, you know, Jingle Bell Bride, if anyone. Uh, <laughs> is actually if interested, you're interested. In that. that was one of our, our ones that we liked and that on the 12th date of Christmas it was like basically they're making like a Tinder app for uh, God. for holiday stuff so it was, it was you know those types of things I'm giving a look this year I love that um, the only one I watched so far was the uh, I think it's called the Christmas movies that made us or it's like in the vein of the movies that made us and it's uh, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas and Elf and they kind of just dive into the happenings around the movie, how it got started and stuff. It was actually kind of interesting. And um, I think the dude who wrote Elf was actually kind of local. Huh. Like uh, Pennsylvania, I forget exactly where. But um, he was interesting, and he's like a Jewish fellow, but he loved Christmas movies. And, like, that's kind of what inspired him to write Elf and all that jazz. Um, and then the other thing I want to watch is The Christmas Chronicles 2. See, I'm not into that. See, I liked the first one. I thought it was good. We watched the first one, but the second one looks like it's completely different. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be trash. What about Noel Christmas or whatever? Fuck that. What? Did you ever watch that one? Noel? Yeah. With uh, Anna Kendrick? Yeah, we watched that I'm not last a fan. Year. It was good. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I hate Anna Kendrick. I just don't I like love uh, Anna Kendrick. Maybe I'll watch that one. Gen- regendering my Santa, you know? <laughs> oh, she plays Santa? Kind of. Yeah, I don't want to give, her, I don't wanna her, give her, it away. Um, all right, so talking hot takes here. <laughs> so what we did this year as as of right now, I think we're just going to do four. If we have some time at the end, maybe we'll spit off an extra. But um, I'd like to just kind of stick with the four. Um, I can start it up if you guys want. Yeah. Um, so my first pick is kind of a new school pick. I kind of like labeled each one of my picks with like the vein they fall into, and this is Megan Trainer. And she did the uh, like all about that bass song like maybe six years ago She's or from something. Nantucket. Is like, she from Nantucket? Yeah, I like Megan Trainor. She I read her some of her bio just to get ready for this, and she seems like a pretty cool chick. Like her dad was into music, and that got her into music, and she used to sing for like her church and stuff like that. Um, but this song's called "I'll Be Home," and it's one of those classic like "I'll Be Home for Christmas" type uh, songs. It came out in two thousand or yeah, two thousand fourteen. He said, pack your bags and tell him you'll be there. I'll be home with my love this Christmas. I promise, I promise I'll be home with my love this Christmas. When I first put it on my playlist, probably about four years ago, it was like a song I just kind of put on there because it was different. But every year I find myself loving it a lot more. And um, so like this year I was like, I have to put it on my list because when I'm at work listening to different Christmas songs like this one, I keep going back to. Um, so I don't have too much to say about it other than it's newer. So it's, you know, a little bit something, something a little bit different. And uh, Megan Trainer's got a great voice. So that's kind of why I just threw it on here. But I don't know if you, either of you even heard this song. I can't picture it but did she write that or is that like a cover i'm pretty sure it's an original song okay because i tried to look that up because i wasn't sure 
I couldn't find any f- factual information about that, so maybe. Hmm. I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard it, honestly. Yeah. I, know I don't, I don't know stuff. if I have heard it, um, but I tell you, like, to me, it kind of reminds me, like, you're, the reason you're taking it kind of reminds me of my pick last year with Liana Lewis. Like, yeah. It's like you're investing in, like, it's so hard to get a Christmas song off the ground. You know, anytime anybody comes out with one, everyone shits down their throat. <laughs> Um, saying like who the hell do they think they are coming out with a new Christmas song but the more more years go by um, so yeah and I can understand why you're you're making this pick it's uh, it's like the Christmas song economy you gotta invest invest early and uh, I can understand why I just haven't heard that song so I mean there are songs to me that come to mind with that same vein like Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande like that's a buy now type of song gotta buy 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 um Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift. It's all like in the same like realm of yeah. each other, and they're all like kind of the, like battling each other for, you know, who's going to be it's like the, what are, the songs. What our kids will be exactly. talking about one day. You know what I mean? Like, NSYNC is a is a great song. It's a classic true. now, right? But like in '96, yeah. like everyone was like, "Get out of here, boy bands." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you're right. This is kind of in that same realm. I would imagine they're all kind of battling to be the next generation of of classics. Yeah. So. And like I said, I don't have too much to say about it. That's why it's my first pick, but it is actually a really good song, so I will put it on the playlist eventually so, you know, we can all eventually listen to it. But it's, like, very somber, and it, like, gets you in that, like, loving kind of Christmas mood where it's, like, you feel good inside and you want to actually appreciate people you love. So it's not one of those upbeaty ones. It's a definitely slower uh, jam. But with that, I guess I'll pass it on to Phil. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I thought we were going clockwise. Wasn't ready for that. Um, here. All right, so I'll start with. I, I started this year trying to think like, all right, I'm just gonna go with songs that, you know, kind of hit with movies, um, okay. and I made it like halfway through my list, and then I, I bailed on that concept. So I'll start with the one that comes to mind, and you guys are gonna scoff, I think, at this one, but hear me out is all I'm saying. Um, this is Hark the Herald Angels Sing by Nat King Cole. Hark the Herald Angels Sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies with the angelic host. Now, this, I'm choosing Nat King Cole because he sings the most classic version of this song. The reason I'm choosing it is because, you know, if you were to tell me, like, hey, my favorite song is Hark to Herald Angel Sing, I'd be like, get out of my face. But it's always around, and, like, it's part of some of my favorite Christmas movies. So at the very end of It's a Wonderful Life, my absolute favorite movie, that's the song that they're singing when they're all like celebrating when, you know, George Bailey gets bailed out. At the end of uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, like that's what they're saying at the end, like, you know, with their classic peanut characters, like mouth open, like <laughs> looking up in the sky. True. Um, and I also, so those two movies are just like classics. Yeah. That's what they're singing. Um, if you ever gone like Christmas caroling before or whatever, like when we were in college, like just like drunk sing, it's an easy sing. Like 
and anybody can really sing it and sound pretty good doing it. And uh, the, the last thing I'll say about it is, like, I can remember going to church on Christmas Eve. We For anyone that's local, Holy Cross, we used to get, like, all excited because we go to the downstairs church. And we always – that's the song you play, leaving church. What's the best moment of church? Leaving, leaving church. So, like, that song just kind of, like, really hits home as you're leaving. And I can remember one year, like, walking upstairs – have it be snowing Christmas Eve. That song's ringing in the background. Like, it's just perfect. So, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. It's a good good take um, on, you know, a classic from Nat King Cole. He probably, you know, is the best version, I think, of that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You guys may hate on that pick, but I like it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It's a classic. Um, isn't it, is it at the end of Christmas Story too? Or what Jeez, is well, that? Christmas story ends remember. in the Chinese restaurant, so I don't know. No, it they... ends when they're sitting on the chair looking at the Christmas tree, doesn't it? Don't they go home and like the kids finally go to bed and then they're just sitting in their chairs I watching the snowfall? Uh, Maybe I could be wrong. You might. I thought it ended at the it, Chinese it, restaurant. That's almost the end. I'm pretty sure, right? Don't they go home? I mean, it's on all fucking day in Christmas, and I we can't picture remember when they're home. I don't I, know. I think if they it like comes sit and then she sits next to him on the couch and they're looking yeah, like at the right. snowfall. Yeah. If it and is I'm almost almost positive more. it's it, it's something in that vein of like that old school churchy Christmas. So I will watch I'm that. Very intrigued. I don't watch Christmas story until no, Christmas it, Eve and day because that's all that's on my television yeah. other than basketball. So like I'll respond to the Franklin Nerdy Instagram and comment Ooh, like, I like that. Hark the Herald Angel saying is at the end of it. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. All right. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with that pick. I don't have too much to say about it. It's a great song, obviously, but. Uh, and it's a quick know. one. Like, if you hate it, mm-hmm. it's like two minutes, yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah, it's so not like that. Uh, for two minutes. That little drummer boy, that piece of shit. I hate that song. Rumpa bum bum. All right. Cool. All right. I'll go with mine next. So I have. Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. Bells will be ringing This sad, sad news Oh, what a Christmas To have the blues My baby's gone me greeting once again you guys can picture that one i'm realizing now that all my songs are from christmas vacation interesting movie um but yeah that's one of those that's it's not a classic it's not like nat king cole all the way back then but would you consider a classic? Because it's kind of newer, but not too new. You know what I mean? I don't know. I would say it's almost, a, yeah. Like I think the Eagles qualify. I mean, it's either that. When you're choosing band. this song, it's either Aaron Neville or the Eagles. And I like the Eagles version a little bit better. I'm kind of sick and sick of Aaron Neville. So. <laughs> Aaron Neville is kind of annoying, yeah. actually. I don't even think I've heard that version. He's the one that has like the... Like, hey, 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 you'll hear it in the car ride. <laughs> it's like he sounds like a prank singer. Like, yeah. he's just so nasally and annoying. It's um, what part do you remember what part that plays over at all? Just out of curiosity, not trying to put you on the spot. I think it's when he uh, he's watching the old films in the uh, attic. Is that, huh. I think I'm pretty sure. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I can't picture it, but that's that's a good. I mean, that's pull. a great scene. Could but be I making don't remember. that up, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Christmas is the, that song, like Christmas is the time of year. What a wonderful feeling. Oh, is like, that that's, that's the song what plays? That plays yeah, you're right. Oh, that's, you're yeah, right. That's, that is what I don't know this that. Eagles song, so I don't. It's, know. It's, it starts out like bells will be ringing. Yeah, it's similar oh. to your like your okay. Megan Trainer song. I would imagine is in the same atmosphere as this song okay except this is the like original gotcha. for christmas interesting not the original version of it but maybe it's not from the movie <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. andrew put his list together as he was driving he over so time. i don't know i'll have to i'll have to confirm that on the instagram as well all right the instagram's gonna be popping at least i'll get some traffic <laughs> onto the goddamn thing um all right do you have anything else to comment on that or nah, that's it all right uh my next one is a labeled a classic um, so this song, last year I did a song from this woman, and to me it's one of the most prolific Christmas songs. This year I'm doing one that is extremely Christmassy, but it's, it. I don't know, they're pretty, they're neck and neck, but this one takes a slight backseat to last year. But, it's from one of the top, like, ten Christmas movies, which is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I actually like that movie a lot. Some people hate it. Um, because the first one's so good. But this song is uh, Darling Love All Alone on Christmas. When I talk about like Christmas songs, like I have different things. Like last one was more of an emotional. This one is like the Christmas, upbeat, shopping in the town square, snow's coming down, maybe you got hot chocolate with your boyfriend or girlfriend or parents, whatever. This is that song. I mean, even in Home Alone, they utilize it for this. Like it just bangs right in your face right away with like a huge saxophone solo. And then it's like Kevin McAllister driving across the bridge into the city. And then he's just touring around the city, seeing all the sights. He sees the Twin Towers. Um, he actually is like on top of the Twin Towers at one point. And he, he just sees some cool sights, Statue of Liberty, etc. cetera. Um, so this song to me embodies that of like going around at Christmas time and seeing and being merry and joyful. Um, and it's, it's a good message too. like, you don't want to be alone on Christmas. And, um, so that's kind of like what it, it talks about in the song. Do you guys know the song and like, know the scene? Well, um, I think that's a, a great pick. Uh, it's a perfect, like, you know, audio visual combination for that scene. Um, as far as like Darlene Love is concerned, like when we did this last year, she wasn't really on my radar very much. And then since then, like she absolutely is like up there for me. So yeah, this song, is, this song is a very good pick. Um, I'm happy that you took this one. Great movie. I want to, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, don't, hate it. <clears throat> I don't know. I was talking to some people at work and, 
some people it was seemed a little divisive wow. um so i was, I was kind of surprised because i really enjoy this movie like i don't think i like it better but i kind of like it the same it's equal. yeah they're yeah. neck and neck like to me they're both great yeah. movies i mean this has like um like when I, when i think of like awesome scenes i mean when they pull the one single fresh cheese pizza like that scene is <laughs> So ingrained, like there will never be a better pizza on TV or movie. Like the smoke, like comes out. That is a fact. It's like perfect, absolute fact. Um, like when he goes to the suite and like all the candy and cookies, like it's just so childlike and Christmassy. It's like you just wish you could live in that moment for a little bit. It's like a little slice of a moment you want to be in. Also, Uncle Frank singing Cool Jerk is from this movie, I believe. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Talk Boy. <laughs> talk Boy. Uh, that's where it, like, made its big thing. Um, credit card, you got it. <laughs> Harry, um, I've reached the top. That's a classic <laughs> Harry, quote I use basically, like, top. 16 times a year. <laughs> so good. It's, good. it's a great movie. Um, I like the Turtle Dubs guy. <laughs> Turtle Dubs. I love the memes <laughs> that come out with the bird lady. <laughs> like, yeah, like bitch, I'm poor. Fun. You better be buying the hot chocolate <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. Like, I don't even have a house. <laughs> How am I going to afford this? <laughs> and then, like, Kevin's, like, telling her, like, <laughs> I used to have a pair of skates that I never used. And then one day I tried to use them and they didn't fit. And this bitch is probably like, what the fuck? Like, I'm I'm broke. <laughs> I'm living a, above a I live music. above a theater. <laughs> theater. I could have used those as a, as a knife. Yeah, like, like, I eat pigeons. Like, what the fuck are you telling me about this on pair of skates? You're clearly like, rich read as the fuck. Room, I was hoping you'd give me... <laughs> I was hoping you'd give me some money or something. Um, yeah, yeah, but... Great song, great movie. Great song, great movie. Christmassy, Christmassy. Um, like I said, like a top ten. And definitely probably a top ten song for me also for Christmas. So, that's my classic pick. Uh, on to you, Phil. I guess I'll keep it going with movies. Um, great. So... This one is the same title of the movie that it's in, and it's called This Christmas, and it by a, a little guy named Chris Brown. You might have heard of him. I um, forgive him. I was going to say, talk about divisive. I mean, this is one of those deals where, like, you know, how do you treat pure, beautiful art when it comes out that the artist is just a pure scumbag? Like, you know, I don't know how to handle it, but this song is an absolute gem. Um, Many different people have tried this song. Christina Aguilera, for one, you know, a couple of the acapella groups for another. Nothing compares to this. Uh, song when you just listen to it like just in your earphones like it's unbelievable starts off pretty slow picks up it's got that R&B riff to it and then you know he really just like takes it home his voice in this song is peak Chris Brown before he you know went off the deep end um, <laughs> it, it just like he his voice it makes you really upset actually because like if he didn't turn into a, a pure scumbag like that voice I know he was like a rapper too but that voice is just like angelic. 
So that's the first thing I'll say, and I'll pause. Like, what do we think about like this Christmas? Do we hate it? Love it? Uh, Buble has a version of it. Buble has a version of it. Everybody's tried it. I think that one's good. I think Buble anything is top. Yeah, it's pretty. I'll, I'll, he doesn't miss. He does not miss, but this, I think, beats anybody. Like, all takers oh, take anybody off. I, I don't know if I agree, but I will say how you were saying, like, um, like how do you enjoy a piece of art? I mean, you have, and by somebody who did what he did, um, like, Michael Jackson, I think about that all the time. Like, you know, he, we don't know for sure what he did, but a lot of people seem to think he did certain things, and, like, I still will listen to Thriller around Halloween. Yeah. You know, Michael Jackson's hugely talented. We did a podcast about Joker, Gary Glitter we played, and he's like an actual yeah. convicted pedophile. Um, like, I'll watch Ferris Bueller's Day Out, and the principal, I think, is a pedophile. Like, it's really? like, yeah, I think he was, I don't know ben if he Franklin's was. Ben Franklin's on the $100 bill. Didn't he diddle kids? Like, <laughs> I mean, he did a lot of crazy shit. So, yeah, it's like, where do you draw the line? And then it's like, are you a hypocrite to call someone else out when you're enjoying... You know, I always think about that shit, so it's funny it you dirty. brought that up. It feels dirty, but, like... And it's, like, because you like them, it's okay, but if you didn't, you might, like, look at someone else, like, how can you listen yeah, to exactly. shit? That's yeah. why it feels dirty, because it feels like you're kind yeah. of supporting scumbaggery. Yeah, but... Um, but I'll go in any hits. case, like, the song is incredible, his voice is incredible, and then when you put it with the movie, I mean, he was... This is why Chris Brown... <laughs> I don't mean to keep harping on Chris Brown, but, like... He was such a he was like a triple threat. Like he he acted his ass off in this movie. He was great. He could sing, if, and dance. Have, he he could... sings, dances, he acts, he raps. Like what else do you want from a human being <laughs> other than to not hit women? But um, <laughs> it's like, could you just keep it under control, Chris, for a little while? So I mean, this movie, if you haven't seen it, it came out in two thousand six. And look at these big names like. It has Chris Brown, Idris Elba. <laughs> it's got one. the girl Lauren London who married Nipsey Hussle, who's That's like huge big. now. It's got the the one sister. I don't know her name, but she's won like an Oscar and an Emmy since this movie came out. Um, like it's got and and you know the 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 dad father the. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. I don't know his name, but you know him. You Everyone know him in you it, you him. know. The, the stepfather in the movie is famous. The guy He's from in Congo. The guy from Gone in sixty Seconds, the detective. It's a who's who of, of celebrities. Yeah, it's a huge, it's a who's who of African American celebrities. It's like I saw him on Sister Sister. Yeah. Like yeah, it's so, it's pretty funny. It, it's good. But the the scene where this mo- this song comes into play is the very end or not the very, very end, but like the whole movie's leading up to yep. church. And, you know, all of a sudden Chris Brown's character's trying to hide the fact that he can sing from his mom because she hates music and they get him to come up on stage and he starts singing. And once he starts singing, that church just is blown away. (laughs) And the best part about it is he's, he's singing the first intro to the song. And then when it like changes gears to kind of like pep up a little bit, it cuts over. And all of a sudden we've been in this church scene for like 20 minutes. All of a sudden there's a drum set, a bass player and a guitar that just started riffing with Chris Brown. So it's just like the best. It makes me want to go to church. So that's, you know, all I can say about that, I guess. Yeah. I do like that part of it. Like I like the, you know, mixing the religion with Christmas sometimes sucks, but I think they do it well in that movie. It's not one of my favorites, but I do like that part of it. Um, 
that it's always interesting. Same with like original Home Alone, where you add the church aspect. I, I kind of dig that because we all went to church young Christmas. At least we were always at church, so it's kind of cool to always bring that back with your Christmas stuff. Yeah, but so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. All right, not bad. Pick. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard the Chris Brown version. I've only heard Blue Blood. So okay. I'll, maybe well, I have seen the movie. So I Christmas, I'll be I mean, I'll stick Rihanna. the AirPods in later and listen to it. Yeah, it's. Well it's a hit. <laughs> we, we should we should transition <laughs> over to Andrew. Pun intended. Before, before, before I say something, going. I'm gonna regret because I'm just all over this song. <laughs> all right. So I have a strict rule: no Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Although I did break that this year, so maybe it's not that strict. But interesting. Mine's Halloween. The one. <laughs> wow, that's, great. that's absurd. But the one song you can play before Thanksgiving is Holiday Road. Mm. Oh, okay. It's not really a Christmas song, but it's the holiday season, which starts, I guess you can start it right after Halloween. I like that song to get me in the mood in like mid-November. It's a good. That's a good start off. That is a good one. And it's like amped enough so you're not like listening to Christmas music. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, like you wouldn't think it was a Christmas song. Like you could put it on in the car and kind of just get yeah, ready to go it, somewhere yeah. or drink or whatever. It's nice. And again, it's from yeah. Vacation. Another. Yeah, that's a great song. That's a good song. Who sings that? Do you know? I have no idea. Jesus Christ. Would you Google like? <laughs> no, nah, I just went through my my playlist that I listened uh, to. Andrew Googled. I'm going on a podcast to talk about Christmas songs. What are good Christmas songs? Yeah, yeah. Christmas that, vacation playlist. It's a good one. It's a good reason too. It's a it's a way to get away with listening to holiday music before it's acceptable. Yeah, that's a yeah. You're right. That is good. Um, and that movie's great. I'm sure we'll keep talking about it since it's all your picks yeah, are from I have another it, so. pick from that so get ready alright well maybe we'll <laughs> I'm nervous that you're gonna take a song that I chose last Uh-oh. year so I'm we'll see no oh. I don't think so oh, okay okay How Would I Road it's by Lindsay Buckingham okay alright so shout out the to old her. Buck <laughs> good stuff the uh Joe Buck's wife alright um so I guess I'll go yeah go ahead <laughs> You're really laying it on here. Um, all right, so this uh, one I put, like, rock next to, even though it's kind of low-key. Um, this is from a super famous band, and it's just a song that, again, it's kind of low-key. It's kind of chill Christmas. It's, like, one of those sadder ones, but uh, it's Queen. Thank God it's Christmas. This is a British band, and like last year, I think I picked like two or three British groups. I know I picked Wham, 
Um, but I think the Brits do some good Christmas music. And Freddie Mercury is, like, by far the coolest gay guy to ever exist, to my knowledge. Um, Except the guy from Wham. Well, he's cool, but he's not as cool as Freddie. No, I thought about that when I said, I was like, ah, is he cooler than, uh, what's his name, Michael? uh, Uh, What the fuck's his name? I mean, I think if if you're able to know the one guy's name, he's the cooler guy. I know, but the other guy was pretty cool. Didn't he, like, fuck some dude in, like, a truck stop? I don't know, whatever. That's not Christmas. Um, So so anyway, Freddie Mercury, awesome. Coolest mustache, messed up teeth, but the voice of a god... Um, this song was written by his guitarist and his drummer, Brian May and Roger Taylor, and it came out um, in November 84, so it was a little bit before I was born. Um, but I, I really love Queen, and I really love this song, and something like a little fun fact about me, um, when I get drunk, which isn't super often anymore, but when I get drunk, I like to watch music videos on YouTube. And what usually ends up happening is I eventually go to Queen, and then eventually I go to live performances. And I always, almost always, end with Queen at Wembley Stadium during Live 8. Um, It's one of the best live performances ever, and the whole thing's on YouTube, so it's, like, great to fall asleep to. Um, So, yeah, I love Queen. I love this song. Christmassy, slow, chill. They made a music video for it, official music video in 2019. It's, like, animated. Nothing special, but um, if you want to check it out, hit up YouTube. It is like an actual Queen music video. Um, other than that, I don't have too much to say about it. Um, do you guys know this song? Do you like it? Is it too slow for you guys? Or too? S- it's not really sad. It's I don't chill. know. Yeah, I don't know it either. I didn't know they had a Christmas song. Yeah. Right. I, I like Queen, but... Do you want to play it? Yeah, I might want to play this real quick then. That guy's name is George Michael, by the way. Wait, that's George, George Michael? Michael? And Wham. Yeah. Wham. George Michael was the guy from Wham? Yeah. He sang Faith? But you're gonna have Faith. And then Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit took over? Did they? These bastards. Yeah, George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. No one knows. I hated that Wham pick last year. That's why. I know. That was what I let off with, too. What do you guys think, like, as far as melody and stuff like that? Do you think it's something you would add to your playlist, or is it not for you guys? I would, because I like Queen, and it sounds like Queen, but just Christmas. So It, it does, doesn't it? I, I <laughs> am in a state of shock right now, because I consider myself a Christmas song guru. Never heard of this song, and that's a good song. I don't understand why that's not something that's, like, on yeah, any on radio, radio stations. Like, I listen to the local radio Sirius XM has like four different channels. I listen to all of them, and I've never heard this, so I don't understand why they're, you know, on the outside looking into that kind of shit. That's true. I wonder if like around locally, like ninety three three must play it. Like that would be the only station. Maybe B one. I I don't know B-101 why B one hundred one wouldn't. Why wouldn't they? That's that is. You're right. Like, do they play um that? Uh, I don't. Well, I can edit it if one of you picked this, but that Band-Aid song, you know the Band-Aid, like, whatever the fuck it is? That song apparently... Yeah. Yeah, they play that all the time. See, that's weird, because, like, I was reading that this song came out that same year, and, like, that that's what kind of crushed this song, is because they're kind of, like, similar, um, and I think Band-Aid took, like, 
the front row. Interesting. And this song took the back seat. Um, at least that's what it's I read. Like what we were talking about earlier with uh, Megan Trainer. Like, who's going to come I out? Because this is a big crazy. deal. Like, that's crazy. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I like it. I'm definitely going to add that to Yeah, the, I mean, it, like I said, it, it is fun to listen to. It's so chill. Like, you know, it's an easy listen. So it's definitely one of my tops. Cool. But uh, that's really all i got to say about it. All I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? It's Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never seen that movie. Fun fact. Full yeah. straight through. Nah, Full really? straight through. I've never seen You're it. You're going to come at me about Gremlins. Yeah, but and for, gonna first say off, that. one's older. And Forrest Gump, everything I've seen of it is like kind of stupid. Like, let's be honest. He just goes and does everything that's already been done by someone else. And he was just in the background every time. The like, whole <laughs> point of the movie is that it's touching on like all of history, and like he's the the A string that yeah. pulls everything together. Like, no, it just seems ridiculous. I mean, I love I love Tom. Yeah, you're Hanks. right. Gremlins living under these staircases. Dude, first off, you know, normal. There's no staircases, dude. So you don't even know about the movie. At least I <laughs> no, know I what's going on. I know that there's Furbies don't in it. So, don't be silly, Phil. They don't live no. under Furbies stole from Gremlin. Um... Yeah, it's it's one I've never seen. We should that that would be interesting to talk about things we've never seen that we should have. Um, but yeah, that's it for my queen pick. Cool. cool. Um, all right, so I'll go next. So this is a, a a song and an explanation that is just, you know, I, I don't have much that isn't just a, a personal connection. I don't have it's not like a movie or anything like that. So uh, kind of more of a sentimental pick. Um, the song is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by James Taylor. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. May your heart be light. In a year our troubles will be out of sight. now on have yourself a merry little Christmas make the Yuletide um, James is uh, a guy that you know I like everything that he does my family has always liked James Taylor growing up my mom's like a super fan she's been to like 50 fucking more than 50 <laughs> concerts um, my dad also, you know, so he, I just like him in general, kind of like what you're saying about Queen, kind of a similar situation. Uh, James Taylor's Christmas album, I think, is great. He's not the, you know, huge sounding guy. He's the more like low key guy. Um, so obviously, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas has a million different people doing it. I'm not going to go on a, a rant and say that he's the best version of it like I was with This Christmas uh, and Chris Brown. But to me, he's my favorite. Um, and I can tell you a little bit why it kind of stands out. It's just like when you hear songs, you have that like mental like image in your head. Like, you know, it, it's like a thing in your brain. Like you hear something and it brings you back to whatever memory you have. So growing up Christmas Eve after, you know, going to church, or whatever, our family from when I was like real little, we used to go to a little place called Sam's Saloon. Have you ever heard of it, Frank? Because I think Andrew's too young to even Sam know what Sam Saloon, Saloon is. Sam know. Saloon was a restaurant that was on 
McDade Boulevard in like Folsom, um, an area in our, you know, general neck of the woods here that is unapologetically, you know, lower class. Um, and the dregs of they were, <laughs> they were kind of known for being Christmas all year round. Oh, and there was, yes, there okay. was rumors that they were run by the mob. And I think that actually turned out to be true. Uh, so we used to get reservations there, reservations for Christmas Eve, which as a kid growing up, like when you're in like middle school and then, you know, you get older, elementary school even, and then older, like to, to go to the place that's Christmas all year round and then have it reservations on Christmas Eve, like you think you're a big shot. Like how did you secure <laughs> that place? When in reality, it was just a, a normal Italian restaurant, like whatever. <laughs> so that to me was like awesome. Just like family memory, Sam Saloon's closed now. Um, but what sticks out in my mind, like, you know, my mom, mom, I remember like there's this one Christmas, like my mom, mom my pop up had passed away for a couple years now. And like, for whatever reason, one year we were kind of up near the, the, you know, dancing area. There's like a dancing area. There's the rooms in the back. There's a bar. Like it was a whole versatile situation. She was like drunk, I think. And like dancing. And it was like, everybody was having like a great time. And that was the song that was like playing when we were like leaving. So it just like brings me back to like that parking lot. Everyone just like so happy, like James Taylor, everyone loves James Taylor and our family. That song that night just like really stands out to me. So Sam saloon, RIP, that was just like such a big part of my childhood, and that song kind of you know staples it together. So um, good song. I mean, have you guys heard the James Taylor version? Do you hate James Taylor? Because I know a lot of people don't like him. I don't really have an opinion on James Taylor. I'll be honest. Yeah, and he's he's just a he's a guy that like he sounds the same whether he's in the recording studio or in concert. And to me, I like people like that because yeah, you're not getting yeah, swindled. True. Um, yeah, like Kendrick Lamar fucking swindles you. Um, James Taylor, I, I like a lot. Swindles you. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like a lot. I, I heard him on SNL one time. And I, I think was that's like, where what I heard him, too. God's name is this. I feel like a lot bad. of rappers suck. Um, James Taylor, I do like um, the one big song. What the fuck's it? Uh, the country, uh, Virginia. Is that him? The West Virginia? Who does that song? No. West Virginia. He does. Um, <laughs> Who does? I thought that Carolina was in my mind. He does. Oh, okay. I like that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got a soft, like. It's a soft, Docile gentle voice. voice. Um, and that version's good. I have no hate for Mr. Taylor. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like I said, it was kind of pick. more of a personal pick, but, um, yeah, I'm happy that you guys weren't hating on Does it. Does he have circle glasses? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when he wants to. Um, yeah, all right, cool, yeah, I like He's it. He's not, like, famous for him like John Lennon. Or okay. Anything. I got to look him up, because maybe I'm thinking of someone different. But you can go, Drew, if you want. All right. So this one's also from Christmas Vacation. Big surprise. It's called Hey Santa Claus by the Moon Glows. Whoa. Okay. And I don't think anyone would know it by the title, but it's the one that goes, it's like a jazzy song. And he's like, hey, Santa Claus. Hey, hey, oh, Santa yeah. Claus. Hey, Santa Claus. Hey, Santa Claus. Yeah. Hey, Santa Claus. Yeah. Hey, Santa Claus. Santa 
like a typical jazz song. I think it's funny because I was thinking about this on the way over. I think we've discussed how we could write a country song yes. in like yep. three days probably. We could also write a jazz song because they just repeat the same line over and over. For instance, he says, he's like, hey, Santa Claus, bring my baby back. And he just repeats that like three times in a row <laughs> and then switches to a new lyric. So we could write a jazz Christmas song. We really wanted to. Might as well just make a Christmas album and just do country, jazz and country, jazz. baby. I think we could do it. That, doesn't Rakeem it just make you even more that. sick? Like all these country artists coming out with Christmas songs? Like, just shut up. Yeah, they're they're usually garbage. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, this is a good. So what, like, I like what part was that? Can again? I take a guess? Do you know it, what it's from? You don't know for sure. Not the scene. Uh, I think sure. it's from the scene where he goes shopping. <clears throat> For it is, it and is. he's like, you can't see the line, can you, Russ? Yeah, like, I, I think it's, it's when they like show like the mall, the mall, yeah, yeah and the yeah downtown Chicago. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's a good scene. That is a good scene. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's catchy. What's funny because I've been, I went to a jazz bar one time when I was in Europe because we had nothing to do, and like that song is just like jazz. You know, like people just carry that over to on stage. It's so weird. Like. It's all the same to me. I don't know. I know jazz so, is supposed to be like. I'm gonna I'm gonna crazy. stick up for the jazz community. I, mean, for I a like second. it. It's cool, but so I hear what you're saying about how it's kind of like the, the lyrics are pretty shoddy in jazz songs. But I think the point of jazz songs are more about the notes that are being played. <laughs> right. So I think With we would struggle heart. as three idiots trying to put True. together notes. Well, that's why True. we'd need a musician, and then we could do the <laughs> yeah, lyrics. But for country True. songs, you don't need a musician. Uh, a yeah. musician, right? That's right. true. You just. Scrape like a fucking, I don't know, an old car. Like you hit an old car with like a, <laughs> a, a stringed but, instrument. I don't know. But I hear what you're saying. <laughs> the lyrics of jazz songs are. Yeah, I guess you're right. The, yeah, how people can not know each other and play together. Yeah, to that's jazz. why jazz is that's cool. That's why it was yeah, cool at the right. place because random people just get on stage and play. Yeah, but then it was always the guy singing was always kind of off to me because <laughs> this one guy came up on the stage and he was like, <laughs> I think it was to. Uh, you know, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, mm, like the yeah. little guitar in the middle. He was like talking in between that. Interesting. And he was like, one time I met this beautiful woman. I'm looking at my friends like, all right, this could be cool. This could be real cool. He goes, and we had sex. It was something like that. I was like, <laughs> like no story. I was like, all right, like I'm out. I'm out on jazz. <laughs> like that. He, that guy blew it. He should have left. He should have ended with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was like no middle ground. Yeah, you need like, to tell a tale. We're like, all right, bud. And then I think we left. <laughs> I was like, all right, you, you blew it. <laughs> he like, he like didn't really speak English well, too. So, a girl. And then we had sex. Right, yeah, like that's what it was like. like right, no build it. up. To, I was like, all right, man. Before you, jazz before you hate on jazz or, or you're out on jazz, I went, yes. the only jazz bar I've ever been to was in New Orleans, and it was very similar, like people dancing on or playing on like bars and tables yeah, and yeah. shit. And that experience made me in on jazz. So I'm being know. a little critical. It was cool, except for that guy. But well, that's the stuff that sticks in your mind. Yeah, no, know. you got to find that guy on uh, social media and rip him up. That's you true. ruined my jazz experience. It's a shame. No build up. <laughs> Got to tell a story, fella. Hopefully, his sexual experience, his <laughs> yeah. sexual uh, game, is a little bit better than the way he tells it. Right? Gotta be a better storyteller. Um, like, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, I was thinking of John Denver, by the way. That's oh, yeah, why yeah. the circle glasses. Virginia. Yeah. Blue Ridge Mountains. That guy's uh, amazing. Um. <clears throat> all right. Final song I labeled as a wild card. Uh, this actually just came out November twenty seventh, twenty twenty. What? Wow. Yeah, 
Um, and it's a person, believe it or not, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? I've been following this guy for a while, and he's, like, insane, and he's in, uh, he's a polka musician, okay? And polka, I polka. actually follow him. I follow him on Instagram. I love him. I'm, a, I'm absolutely obsessed with him. He's so interesting, and he's, like, so goofy. Uh, he released a Christmas album, like I said, twenty on the 27th, and it had three songs on it. Um, the song I'm going to pick, it had Melika Likimaka and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but it also had this song, which is Here Comes Santa Claus. Blitzing and all his reindeer pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He That's uh, Here Comes Santa Claus by Alex Mexner. So he's the guy I follow, and I'm, I'll have a lot to say about him but what do you guys think of the song you just listened to it what do you guys think so my first thoughts were it sounds like a sing-along for children it reminds me of the wiggles like the wiggles Interesting. Or you ever see the simpsons with the one guy who plays the guitar and he's like one two pick up your shoe or whatever and he does the whole song <laughs> oh, God. it's it reminded me of that that's what it brought okay. me to so like fair playing for toddlers <laughs> oh poor alex i i so <laughs> I mean, I don't want to pile on here, be a dead horse, but like... Yeah, I hope you don't listen, because I might tag him. <laughs> so, and I don't know how famous he is. I he mean, actually is. I'll get into it. I, I, think this is, I think this is a situation where like Andrew and I just aren't uh, nah. privy to polka music. I don't, I don't yeah. care. So we don't really know, but like to me, you know, it, it sounds like he's... Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to be mean. Say it, you didn't bro. like it. You didn't like it. It, it wasn't. It. it wasn't what I expected. Honestly, um, I, I expected to be more. When you when you initially gave the the rundown, I thought it was going to be more of like a, <laughs> a folky type of vibe, okay. and instead it was more like a used car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's that's. Hey, you gotta give your take, and you gotta be honest. Um, Alex Mexner is from like Allentown, PA, originally. Um, he. I'm going to tell you what I know him from, and I'm hoping you guys remember this, but I'll get to that in a second. He's actually been playing piano since he was three years old and accordion when he was six years old. Um, he played on his dad's album in 1994, and the album won a Grammy. Um, so polka is definitely a genre like I dabble in sometimes. I think the Pennsylvania polka from Groundhog's Day is what got me into polka because... We're from Pennsylvania. Uh, Groundhog's Day is a big thing in our state. It's such a weird thing, but it is. Um, and the polka is very German-esque, um, and I'm part German. And it's just something that always, like, it, it's fun to listen to. It's not good, but it's kind of fun. Anyway, this guy's kind of nutty, but he's from one of the greatest commercial and ad campaigns in history, okay? So I hope you guys know what this is. Hormel Pepperoni, about five or six years ago, came up with the ad campaign of the one-man band. And Alex Mexner was the one-man band. <laughs> he had a drum on his front, bells on his ankles, an accordion, and he would like, or the drum was on his back. So he would step in and would bang the drum on his back, and he'd play the accordion on the front. 
you guys remember this? <laughs> I don't think I, I, I do. I don't think I do. Okay, <laughs> let me pull this up That's real quick. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, He's man. the one-man band. The one-man band. Is that how you discovered him? Yes. It was one of my <laughs> so favorites. You you're like, no, no. I know more about this commercial. Yeah, I like followed him Alex after. Mixer. Okay, so the, both those commercials. So the first one wouldn't play. We couldn't get the play. Yes, I, I watched these and wanted to give this guy a follow. The Hormel Pepperoni, um, the original commercial is way funnier and way better. Um, and he's just so nuts and so into it. Like when you, if you can see the actual real commercial, he is so into what he's doing <laughs> in his craft, and you can tell the passions there. Um, and actually around Christmas, it might start coming on TV because around Christmas, they add like jingle bells in the background, like over top of his huh. music to make it a Christmas commercial. Um, anyway, so I started following him and he is so into polka and accordion. Like when he plays the accordion, he's like closing his eyes and like shaking his head. Like he is like a Stevie Wonder type, like Stevie Wonder's blind, but like the head bobbing and shit when he's really like Stevie Wonder feels the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Alex Mexner feels the music. Wow. I mean, you're making um, a lot of claims right Dude, now. he's he's really good. This song doesn't do him justice. I feel like he kind of slapped this together. Like, not in any offense to him. I enjoy it. But I do feel like he kind of made a Christmas album during, like, the quarantine kind of just to, gotcha. like, put, yeah, it out. put it out. Um, but I really enjoy it. It just came out. I've been listening to it. I love him. Give him a follow. Give the guy a follow, everybody. Um, I'll check out his album. Alex Mexner. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's good. But that's Alex Mexner. All right. That's Shana my final pick. That. Play for Shana. <laughs> yeah, we'll play for her. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I, I honestly did not expect that type of pick. So hats off to you. Wild card. Um, all right. Well, I will finish off with uh, the last song that I had kind of earmarked here. Um, so I'm going with Mariah Carey, but... Not Ooh. All I Want for Christmas is You, because obviously everybody knows that song is just beaten into the ground. You have the memes about it. It's just played nonstop. <laughs> um, not going with that. Okay. Because Oh Holy Night by Mariah Carey, I think, is quite possibly one of the greatest like musical performances in modern history. Night. Like, first of all, do you guys know the song? I know the song, yes. Okay. I know the song. I don't know if I know her version. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, her voice. Now, 
I know that she had a couple years ago that dreadful experience on like the New Year's Eve <laughs> broadcast where like she just doesn't bad. have it anymore, which <clears throat> is fine. Like any anybody, you know, it's like an athlete. Like they just run out of gas, right? I think Mariah Carey, she's got a new special coming out with Ariana Grande. I don't know what the fuck that's going to be like, but um, this album that she recorded with All I Want For Christmas Is You and this song and others was like in the 90s, which when she was at her peak. Interesting. So this... Like, as a music fan, like, I'm not connecting this to any memories or anything like that. This is strictly about the song itself. I think this is the, like, prettiest song ever sung when it comes to Christmas because of the fact that it starts off really slow. The piano is really nice in general. Uh, But what sets her apart from the other people is that her voice goes, her voice is like a piano. Like, she's able to switch uh, notes in her voice so quickly, it's like a guy playing the piano with his fingers. And there is a point in this song, which I can pull up for you, she hits a note in this song that no one else that sings this song even comes close (laughs) to trying to hit. And it is the loudest, highest pitch note I've ever heard. And she (laughs) fucking hits it and stays with it. For like four seconds, like a long time, and then regroups and finishes the song. Like Jesus. she's so good, and I can I'll pull it up right now. She is a good singer, man. Like she does hit those crazy highs, and I and think like, that's what's sad now. Like, like I can't that's do it, but that's what made her who she was, and now yeah. she can't do it anymore. Yeah, now she's losing it, it but it's a shame. I'm interested to hear. All right, let me pull it out here. Her version, I mean, just listening to that sounds good. I mean, she is a talented-ass singer. And as much as we did joke about the other song, like, that sounds like it would be fun. I've never actually heard that, to my knowledge. Really? So um, I'm interested to possibly add it to my list. I'll actually listen to the full thing. Easy to make fun of. Yeah, obviously. But this song, I mean, you know, even in that note where she's hitting that high note, then she's dancing around up there like in that attic of yeah. you know that i don't even know what the word is like from a munition standpoint or a, i keep saying munition because of call of duty musician <laughs> standpoint the the high <clears throat> notes um she's just dancing around up in that you know those clouds that nobody else goes to yeah. and she's hitting the note and then flipping her voice around like up and down up and down up and down in yeah. those clouds like it's crazy like a dolphin. so i, I think this is so neglected. Like everyone, you know, talks about all I want for Christmas you, which is a good tune, but and it's an original. But this is just as good. Like if that's boardwalk, this is park place. Interesting. Not Baltic Ave. No, definitely not Baltic Ave. <laughs> Alex Maxner's Baltic, Baltic Ave. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm I'm, I'm totally tagging this and I hope he rapes you guys via words on Instagram. Um yeah, no, she does have a crazy voice, so I appreciate that. I'll definitely check that one out. It was a good one. I'll add it to my playlist. I'm not just saying that. I actually will. Okay. <laughs> Next year, that'll be in my house cleaning. <laughs> Did you add it to your playlist? 
All right, Drew. All right. Bring us home with this classic from Christmas Vacation. No, no, this is actually oh. a classic. Okay, oh, here we go. Looking up, making sure I have the right artist, though. <laughs> so I like It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half-happiest season of Those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come Ooh, yeah. Beautiful song. Does I mean, you listen to that, you think Christmas. But I do have one gripe about it. The one lyric when he says they're telling scary ghost stories, I never understood that. Why would you do that around the campfire at Christmas? That you know what lyric I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Gary ghost stories and, and tales, tales of the I understand tales of the glory. Christmas that makes sense. Long, long ago. Wait, maybe like referring story. to Christmas Carol. Like maybe he's thinking, yeah, maybe Christmas Carol or the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to draw to. Jesus. Well, like, the Bible. <laughs> but yeah, maybe interesting. Maybe yeah, ter- right. scary ghost stories could be Christmas Carol. I mean, you would. Christmas is long, long ago would also apply to Christmas Carol. Yeah, I don't know. That is a good point. Never like, thought what are scary ghost yeah, stories. I think about it every time. Every time I hear that song, and then I think about it for like 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my God, what did he mean? Why is That's, he telling ghost stories to children on Christmas? <laughs> that is a good point. That's a great pick, too. I mean, that is one of the That's most like, classic I Christmas mean, songs. Like, this, could that be like the best song to start the season off with? Like, It doesn't. You know, it doesn't hurt to start the season off with that. I mean, it's just like right into like right into it. The feel of Christmas, like going around, <laughs> like that's what I love about Christmas songs is how they give you that introduction and that feel of what like a movie montage. Like that yeah. song is a movie. I montage. picture looking at Christmas lights. Yeah, and like a little going Christmas to the store, like yeah. all that shit. Lots this is snow. this is one that fits in with any movie, like mm-hmm. any movie montage. You know, like yeah, like you said somebody's like going shopping at the mall. Or yeah. Whatever. But um, two things. One, I, I every before COVID, obviously, uh, when we had families <laughs> at Christmas Eve, uh, we used to do a, a song bracket. Mm-hmm. This is always a one seed in one mm-hmm. of the regions. Like he, he is always a one seed. Makes sense. The other thing is, I remember when B one hundred one first started doing these Christmas songs. Like they went all in on Christmas. They put together a like song poll to try to rank. So like they would play all the songs and then they put out a thing on their website to have people, you know, what's your favorite song or where are the songs ranked? And then a week before Christmas, they would play the top hundred ranked songs. This was number one, the first year they did it. And I don't know if, you know, it remains number one, but to me, the first year you do something like that's, that's a big deal to claim that title. So this is definitely a, you know, a good pick. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't think about like I don't always think about that song as the number one, but it it is like it's a heavy, heavy hitter for sure. He's got a good voice. I don't know what my favorite would be overall completely if I like actually sat down, but that's if that comes on, I don't skip it like ever. No, like Mariah Carey's original song, whatever. All I want for Christmas is you, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll skip that. I think you I'll skip, skip that, that like fatigue, every though, third though. time. You, you skip it I mean? out of fatigue. I think. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Year. Like like. 
I don't get fatigued of like Dean Martin. I don't get fatigued of like Michael Bublé. Like certain songs, I I'll listen to Bublé's deluxe edition album every single time I cook from the beginning to the end. Basically, no fatigue. I haven't been around it since I was like eight, though. So yeah. I guess he got that going. But Andy Williams has been around since I was born. So it's like some songs just are so good and so classic that you're going to listen to them regardless of how many times you heard it this year. And that's definitely one of the ones that hold that candle, in my opinion. Yeah, good pick. Yeah, great pick. Um, Yeah, so that was our 12 picks. Andrew went heavy with Christmas Vacation. Yep, favorite movie. (laughs) It's great. Um, I was kind of all over. And then you were, you know. You dabbled a little bit. I was kind of eclectic I, I would yeah. say um, yeah, I don't think he picked anything basic so yeah. I have a, an overtime pick <clears throat> all right let's hear it because because this there's a, a small small if you say baby it's cold outside you rape apologist no I will fucking <laughs> no uh there's a small subset of New Year's Eve songs that don't get their due okay and I think old Lang Syne by Straight No Chaser is a phenomenal song. Like, it's not a song where we could be doing this for 10 years, like, every year, talking about our picks. No one's going to choose Old Lang Syne because it's not technically a Christmas song. It's the song you play at Christmas or at New Year's Eve or to ring in the new year. But there are people that do that song very well, and I think Straight No Chaser does it, you know, probably the best from what I can remember. Um, it's on my playlist that i listen to and every time it comes on i'm like damn this is this is really good so new year's eve songs there's only a few of them but they need to get a little uh get their due so that uh, one love and then uh what's the other one say again it's that one and then there's like one other but Um, i want to ask a question though first there's one it's called like what are you doing new year's yeah but Um, there's is that is that the new year's song like is that the after ball drop song i'll play okay Trainer isn't Trainer. that in um it's a wonderful life isn't that the song that ends it no hark to herald angels it is hark to herald yeah. so this is forgot this is an elf <laughs> so i know it is it the girl sings it uh what's her name she like the love angel yeah she does when elf like at the end. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah. Don't oh yeah, at the piano. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I don't know this song other than that. They yeah. do play this in "It's a Wonderful Life," though, don't they? Or do they not? I mean, you would know best, but I thought I could have sworn that it was in that movie. Maybe this is the song that um, the daughter's trying to play on the piano. Maybe all, all movie. She's like fucking up. But Zuzu, Zuzu is not the one playing. Well, Julie, what's her name? Don't slander Zuzu. Emily. (laughs) Yeah, I forget. (laughs) So what the fuck? So I might have to break your heart, but I'm pretty sure this is what plays at at the end of "It's a Wonderful Life." No, I'm telling you, it's not. I I looked up that scene earlier. We're about to find out. Are you trying to play this right now? I'm trying to see when they play it in. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to play, but I'm looking up old. So, do they? Do people think old Aunt Lang's 
old lang sign is hark the herald angels sing because every oh see there it is so they do it I guess you could it's combine right before. it. Hold up. So, wait. Is there two endings? Are we in a Mandela effect right now? <laughs> there might be two endings. It could blend in. Okay, that must be what happened. Because I knew... I knew when they, she like, says, Daddy... So it's probably... Angel gets his wings or whatever. So it's probably Hark and, and then, then... blends into oh, that. Okay. See, that's awesome. Because I, I, lo- I, I like the end of that movie, too. And... I always thought it was in there somewhere, but whatever. Yeah, I mean... Um, that's a but, great song, though, to add, because that's a good wrap-up to the Christmas season. It it just sucks, because, like, it's such a good song. There are other people that sing it. Bing Crosby sings it. James Taylor sings it. There are, there's a million people that sing it. Um, but, like, it's not a Christmas song. So then you're telling me, okay, well, it's not a Christmas song, so <laughs> New Year's songs get it's about like, seven days worth of shelf life. Yeah. It sucks. You get, like, um, that night. <laughs> I mean, I still play it on my Christmas playlist. I, I think it fits, but... Um, yeah, it works. It's holiday season. Holiday season. So I just wanted to throw that in as overtime. I like give that. Give it due, you know? And uh, I guess, you know, that's it for me. I don't know. Yeah. Check that song out. I don't really have an overtime, but check that one out. Yeah, I have no overtime. Like I said, I'll I'll add all these to the Spotify and I'll I'll post it to the Instagram. I think it's gonna be called Frankly Nerdy Christmas. Just simple, straight up, search it on Spotify. Um, by the time I add it, it will have twelve songs on it. So it's a good way to start your playlist and then I know Spotify will like show you songs that are inspired by the playlist you're listening to, so you can kinda start making your own from there. So um, it's just something we'll do and I'll Try to find the video of the one-man band and post it to my Instagram <laughs> if it exists. They it seems like they scrubbed it from the internet. Says. It was too good for the internet to hold. Um, but anyway, thank you again, both of you, for another year. I hope to do a part three next year. So start thinking of your songs now, Drew, so yep. that you won't <laughs> be picking them on your way over. Um, and I don't know. That's all I have to say. Um, Thanks, Frank. Yep, Merry man. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody, and uh, Happy New Year.